What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. I forgot to include my infamous what the fuck is up, but my mood's a little off today, so we'll get into that. But anyway, um, one half of your favorite fat duo, the other being the healthier Austin, who appears to be dying slowly more and more every day as I see him. He is definitely losing weight. <laughs> You're like getting skinny as fuck. Uh, shit, man. How was your day? I know Saturdays are pretty busy for you. Good. Well, um, you froze we for a second. On, I was like, oh, no, we're not on the radio. Like, yeah, we were on the radio like every Saturday, and um, we talked about um, how in high school I was edgy and really liked Joseph Stalin. Which made a I don't made, see that coming from you. Was that like? Did you have like an obsession on studying him, or did you like like him and agree with everything he said? Well, I didn't agree. So in high school, in my I had you had one of those big three ring binders. I had three pictures yeah. inside. The first one was Harry Truman. It was how I how I Harry Truman was how I wanted to lead. Um, like my leadership style was modeled after Harry S. Truman. Buck stops here. I make the final call. If it's wrong, I take I take responsibility. But if it's right, I take credit. Um, how? And then I had a picture, which was I wanted to be politically how I wanted to live my life. Um, and then I had a picture of Joseph Stalin because the story of Joseph Stalin, whether because um, he is a horrible, evil dictator who murdered. Millions of people. Before Joseph Stalin became, you know, general secretary of the Soviet Union, he was an extremely poor, homeless boy who just outworked everybody, who outsmarted as many people as possible, knew what he wanted, and went from being a poor, homeless man to becoming one of the most powerful humans in the entire planet. Yeah, I mean, he was a real piece of shit, but he was smart, too. And when I was in high school, there was a period where I was a really poor homeless boy. And I decided that, hey, if Joseph Stalin can become cool and powerful and big, and then I can do it. That's why I still have a small inkling of respect for Joseph Stalin. Even though I can also admit that he's a horrible, evil dictator who murdered millions of people. Your story sounds similar to that of every psychopath who had a copy of Catcher in the Rye in their library <laughs> bookshelf. You read it and you were like, kill John Lennon. Kill John Lennon. <laughs> no, well, I just I was thinking about that because you said you had like a, a sizable amount of respect for him, which I get because... I, as much as it pains me to say it, I do have a sizable amount of respect for Adolf Hitler. Not what he did. Let's be clear. What he did was wrong. <laughs> Your eyes are like, what? Okay, <laughs> I so. I didn't say that guy. You know, the Holocaust is wrong, but. <laughs> no, like, legit, it's fucked up. But think about it. How do you achieve that? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a massive leadership shit right there. Like, that's putting real fear into people for them to do what you want done like you got to give them props for that that's fucking evil though like i have a friend who's jewish right and i tease him all the time we play this game who suffered more which dave Chappelle talked about in one of the specials but it's a real thing i was like yo um i don't know much about like my people or whatever you want to call it because i don't really consider my people my people i really don't and he was like well, I already won this argument, and I don't know why you do this every time, Tony, because you know exactly what I'm going to say. It's like you just like poking the bear. And what he says is, my people were pretty much almost exterminated, so I suffered more. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's true, but I just do it to get a rise out of him because it's hilarious to see him get upset. He also wins because before your people even existed, his people were enslaved in Egypt. Dude, yeah, they've been persecuted like persecuted for years, <laughs> long, long time. Centuries. Anyone that says 
Yeah, anyone that says Jews are only relevant because of the Holocaust is a fucking idiot because it's always been an issue. Look at what's going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, people out there supporting terrorism and shit, and Jews are being slaughtered. If a U.S. congresswoman is to get up and say freaking Mexicans suck, she would be kicked out. Right. Like, what the fuck? How come they can't say... But some congressional lady can talk smack about how Jews are all care about the money, don't care about people, and be just fine. Right, like, bitch, that's racist. (laughs) It's funny how it goes like that. Like, I I put a post about this because this is something I want to talk about that's really juicy, and I actually haven't checked my Facebook yet, but I'm pretty sure there's some hate stewing in the comment section. So what I had posted was, like, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast, and what it was is um, what it's like being a minority in today's society and i was like dude i don't really think about this stuff because i don't consider myself a minority but there's no escaping that i am i mean i'm a person of color essentially but not really i mean i'm i'm barely even brown like <laughs> i am mexican my family has like you know a mexican heritage but in the sense of like what it's like to be a minority i hate it because people approach me in fear not that they're afraid of me but they're like afraid to offend me like oh we got to be inclusive. And I don't like that because it makes me feel like they treat me like shit, like differently. I don't like that people feel like they can't come up to me and talk to me like a regular person because they're afraid to offend me because I'm a minority. Like, that's the most annoying shit in the world. I hate that. But I'm also not like a white person where I'm like, uh, or a white liberal, I should say, where I'm just like, I hate my own kind. I wish I wasn't one of them. I wish I wasn't a minority because of the fact that people approach me like I'm handy capable or something. But... I'm not one of those, like, I don't trust white people. But I did lean into this. I am, what I said on the post was I'm more weary of white liberals than I am a white supremacist because one will tell me they don't want me around. That's exactly what I said in the post. They will let me know that they don't like me. They don't want me here. I'm not welcome. The other one will lie to me, hold my hand, tell me that I'm a slave and that I'm a victim And if I try to fight back, that's when they pull the leash on me. Like they put this invisible leash on you and tell you that they're there to protect you. I'm worried about those people because those people use that too. And they instill fear basically to keep me on their level, to keep me down there as a dog in the fucking dirt. Like I'm afraid of people that sit there and talk about um, you need to be more inclusive and culture appropriate. Like shit like that. Those people, woke ass people. I'm more afraid of them than I am white supremacists because a white supremacist is not going to lie to me. They're going to be honest. You know, like I'm not saying I respect them. There is racism in this world, dude. And yes, I hate racist people more than anything, but I'm terrified of people that hide behind a mask and pretend that they're not racist just so they can control me. That's a white liberal. Not all of them, of course. I mean, not everyone has the, has bad intentions, but some really do. This leans into like a you know Malcolm X, which we talked about before. Did you just cock a gun on the fucking podcast? <laughs> what the fuck is that a BB gun or is that a real gun? He's like, wait a minute, what the fuck? That reminds me of that skit, dude. Uh, I know you didn't really listen to Eminem, but hold on, this is really bothering me. Is that a real gun? That looks like a real fucking gun. It's you not loaded. For... <laughs> it's not loaded. Patty, gamers clear. <laughs> Where did you get that from? That's kind of cool. Oh, shit. He's like, I'm in politics. You understand. (laughs) No, so uh, there's a a skit on one of Eminem's early albums where he goes into uh, one of his, like, uh, music producer's office, and he's like, hey, man, and the skit's obviously fictional. It's meant to be funny. It's a play on of what people think Marshall Mathers is. And he's talking to the guy, and the guy's like, get the fuck out of my office, like, freaking out. And he's like, wait, hold on, are you wearing a bulletproof vest? <laughs> and it's because, in a skit prior to that, the Eminem persona shoots this motherfucker. Like, he just fucking shoots him. <laughs> so he's wearing a bulletproof vest, all freaked out. <laughs> but I saw you pull that gun out, I was like, what the fuck? Austin's like, you know what, I'm done talking about this shit clack lay your <laughs> fucking opinion down right now oh my god dude i want to go shooting so bad like it's we been on my mind too. a lot 
We need to, we need to take you... the girth gun group. <laughs> we should. You're called the girth hunting elites. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I know this is off topic about what I was talking about, but I gotta mention this real quick. I finally watched The Hunt. You know the one about like the it's like a group of liberal elites are hunting conservatives or whatever. That's the idea, but it's a, a satire. It's funny as hell and it's so clever, dude. Like, okay, the the leader in this group is played by Hillary Swank, and she's clearly meant to be a a rip off of like AOC essentially, and it's so funny, dude. Like, uh, there's these um. Basically, there's these two people. I don't want to spoil this too much, but there's two people that are, they're the hunters, and they're hunting the hunted and all that. And uh, they come across one of the guys they're hunting, and before they execute him, they're like, by the way, you piece of shit, global warming is real, and then blows his brains out. But then, vice versa to that, dude, there's like, this fucking dude, I can't remember his goddamn name in the movie, because they don't really give anyone names, they have code names, but this dude has a podcast where he's exposing like all these people based on conspiracy theories and shit. Like uh, this one about, you know, liberals hunting conservatives is called Mannergate or whatever. And he's clearly like a Q and on, like they're making fun of that. It's so fucking funny, but they totally rip on uh, liberals too. Like the idea that liberals don't know how to fucking use a gun and shit. Like it's meant to make fun of everybody. It's a, um, it's a political satire on today's society and how stupid both sides are looking right now. But, dude, it is right. so fucking funny. It's worth watching, too. It really is. Because when it came out, people were all pissed. Like, oh, great, another movie about hating America and shit. And that's not at all what it's about. It makes fun of everybody. That's what it is. It's about how stupid Have seen... people look. Have you I'm watched Don't answers. Look Up yet? I still have not watched it. I don't know why. I'd, I want you gotta to watch it. It's pretty funny. Like Chanel watched it, and I heard little bits and pieces. I did hear the part where they were calling um DiCaprio a uh, what was it? it was a, a something I'd like to fuck or whatever. Like they're Dill's? talking about all the memes. Yeah, Dill, and he's like, I don't see how that's relevant to you. <laughs> he looks really concerned. Or like Jonah Hill's like, look, guys. I give a shit about the planet. I really don't want to leave all these nice clothes. I love wearing these. Like, that was pretty funny. I heard that part. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll try. But I keep, like, not watching it for some reason. It's the same thing with the uh, fucking, what is that other show that came out everyone's been talking about? Uh, it's the Western one you and I discussed. I want to watch it, and everyone says I should, but I keep, like, not watching it for some oh. reason. Oh, Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's yeah, it's got like Kevin Costner in it and shit, but like for some reason I just keep not watching it. I don't know what it like I pass it up every time. I do that for Is some odd reason L? for every fucking Lone mm. Star, Longmire, um mm. Yellowstone or something. Yellowstone, that's right. I don't know why I was thinking of Deadwood, which is a good show too. But um Yellowstone, yeah, I just, for some fucking reason, I haven't, like, actually said, just watch it. I just keep passing it up. And Don't Look Up is on my fucking, <laughs> it's on my list on Netflix, and I keep not watching it for some reason. Although, to be fair, Friday um was season four of Ozark, so I had to, I had to sit through that. I'm on, like, I have one or two episodes left, so I'm kind of, I was going to pace myself, but that clearly didn't happen. I hate when I do this, dude. I love that they release like a whole season, but then you fucking watch it all in like a day or two, and you don't know what to do for like six months to a year. So, yeah, that no, sucks. Like, what's, um, what's the watch? Yeah. Well, like I waited, dude. It's been like a year and a half since the last season. A lot of the postponing came from COVID and all this shit, and they just kept pushing it back. And I was like, damn it, I just want to watch it. I love that fucking show, dude. I don't know what it is. I know a lot of people that don't like it. The biggest complaint is they're like, oh, it's kind of like Breaking Bad, but in the Ozark. And I'm like, well, yeah, kind of, but it's more about the cartel and shit. And another complaint, which I can fully see, everything in this show is fucking blue. Like the camera, everything is blue. For some reason, the coloring is blue. I don't understand that at all. But um, anyway. That's another oldie. Did you ever hear the... 
the spoof on that. It's all I'm buying. I'm in need of a guy. <laughs> but there's uh, that oh, one, yeah, back. There's that one. There's that one video of the driving down the road, and the guy's like, "Ah, boo! I would beat off a guy. I would beat off a guy." And the guy <laughs> driving's like, "Get out of my car!" What if this thing is like, "Get out of my car!" <laughs> Reminds me, dude, the other night I was watching Snow Cook and I was just being like a smart ass. I was like, damn, girl, you look good. She's like, what? I'm like, I love watching you cook. That shit is so sexy. It reminded me of that time that you were here when I happened. I was like, babe, I love when you cook. That shit turns me on. I love when you cook for me. It's the sexiest thing in the world. And you're like, dude, I'm going to be honest. I'm not cooking here anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um. Okay, back to what I was saying, though. I, I like, spent a whole 10 minutes off topic. Uh, today, like, the society of being a minority for me is that I'm afraid of white liberals more than anything. But it's hard for me to really contribute much to this topic because of the fact that, like I said, I don't see myself as a minority, but that's what I am. I can't escape that label. But I don't see myself like that. I just, I only do in the sense that I'm like, damn, I really wish people wouldn't approach me and want to be my friend and shit because they think I'm oppressed or whatever. Like, that is so annoying. I hate when old people come up to me and they start asking me if I've, like, and seen, um, if I'd seen the, what's that stupid Disney movie, Encanto or Enchanto or whatever. I had an old person do that to me, and I was like, no. And they were like, well, you haven't seen it? Well, why not? It's, um, you know, it's about, you know, your people. And I'm like, okay, no, it's not. <laughs> It is definitely not. Like, we I don't, don't know talk why. about Bruno. No, 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 no. It was annoying. I was like, God, I hate when people do that. Like, why can't people just come up to me and treat me like a regular person? Like, I have a lot of respect for dudes that that's come like, to me. That's like walking Go up ahead. to you and be like, yo, you got menudo for lunch? <laughs> right. Like, I'm not that guy. But wouldn't that be more racist for, like, them to come to me and talk to me about, like, if I've seen that movie as opposed to just, like, hey, man, how are you? Doesn't like, it, yo, like, like, yo, I bet you're real excited about that Coco movie. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> wouldn't that be, like, more racist if that comes to go, get out of the way, Spick? <laughs> dude, that's my favorite word. Now that we're on the topic, we got to talk about racial terms. Because this is something we haven't touched yet for a good reason, but I think we should just like step into this water. There are certain terms in this world you obviously cannot use that most people do find offensive. Uh, Spick to me is fucking hilarious. It is hands down the funniest fucking shit I've ever heard in my life. I love it, dude. I don't know why. I think it's because there's like this, there's this hidden racism that exists in Mexicans toward illegal immigrants. Like, right. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I've seen it. Like, you know, my uh, my family especially, dude, I wouldn't say they're wealthy, but they were well off, and they treated illegal immigrants like crap. <laughs> they used to like, raise me to believe, like, oh, no, they, those people, dirty. Like, they're doing us dirty. They make us look bad. And I'm like, okay, I agree. But as I got older, I was like, man, you guys are just assholes to these people. But I'm also that guy where I'm like, nah, dude, that's fucked up. You need to do your part, too. Granted, I know how hard it is to get into this country legally. I still say you should at least try, but there's like a hidden racism. And so like to this day, I would hear it off and on from like my grandfather, my grandmother. Oh, those spicks down the street. <laughs> like they would use that word. And like, to me, it was always the funniest shit ever. I mean, I know it's offensive, but oh my God. Like I remember this one time, man, me and one of my younger brothers were really, really high and we were trying to hide it from my dad, and we're cooking tortillas like at 2 a.m. And we're putting like cheese on them and steak, and we're making our own little quesadilla. Well, my dad comes out, and he's fucking furious, dude. He has to be at work the next morning. He's like, "What in the fuck are you two doing?" And my white brother looks at me, and goes, "Shut up, Spick!" Like, <laughs> just caught him off guard. And my dad was like, "The fuck did you just say to me?" <laughs> or this one, I I understand why people don't like it, but Wetback is hilarious, dude. It's just so fucking funny to me. I don't I don't get why people get offended by it, but I can understand why it's hurtful. Like, it's meant to be a derogatory term. It's meant to be fucked up towards the other kind, but it's fucking hilarious. Or, you know, the most famous one, the N-word. 
<clears throat> I love saying this word. Uh, it's a problem, actually. I really need to get checked out for it because it's not like I'm using it to discriminate against people, but I use it in ways that doesn't make any sense at all. And what I mean by that, this is a good example, actually. This happened while I was at work the other day. Slipped up in front of my boss. Luckily, me and him have an understanding. No, like we were having a serious conversation and he's talking to me and I have a pistachio in my hand. And I'm slowly getting the shell out, dude. And I'm so excited for this stupid nut. I'm so excited. And as he's talking, I'm getting distracted. It cracks all the way. The nut falls out. And I was like, nigger! And like, I <laughs> picked it up all fast. And he was like, did you just drop a hard <laughs> off? <laughs> I was like, sorry. <laughs> like, see, that makes no sense. But it's it's in the moment. And so it's hilarious to use that fucking word. But it's totally fucked up. It's meant to be shitty towards a group of people. Like, um, you know, you hear that argument of like, oh, it's only racist when you use the hard R versus the A. I'm like, no, it can be racist when it comes from a place of hate. But when it's, man, like a comedic term, kind of like what I just told, the story I just told that made no fucking sense. It's kind of okay, in my opinion. It's pretty goddamn funny. But I know people that are like anti, they will not say it, period. And I get it. I'm like, yeah, no, I know it's meant to like fuck with people, but. You got to have fun in some sense. But I've been joining on about it. And I got to ask you, Austin. And if you did, did you hear that? Go ahead. Did you hear that video where that black guy and that white guy are playing a game together or talking? He, and the black guy goes, yeah, well, white people don't have any culture. And he goes, yeah, but who invented the number one word in all the rap videos? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's true. That's fucking true, dude. It's like that meme. That I've been dying about. I, I've told you about it a million times where it's the white kid and he, it says when you're losing an argument to a black person online, he cracks his neck and cracks his fingers and then it's the keyboard and the letter N in circles. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. But um, you know what we need to do one time? You know those big inflatable hamster balls that like people can get in? Yeah, I know what you're talking well, about. Well, there's like this thing where in the mountain they have like it carved out and they take that giant hamster ball and like 25 people run down the mountain and they push someone in the hamster ball down and you right. in the hamster ball have to like run down the hill and hit as many people as possible. Like Indiana Jones. That's kind of cool. And dude, there are people sprinting down the thing and just getting absolutely destroyed. By this hamster ball. <laughs> they get hit and fly forward, smack the ground, and get run over as they slam the ground. Like, ah. <laughs> That's kind of cool, actually. I want to try that. You know what that sounds like when we were kids? I don't know if you ever did this, but we'd go to like the construction sites and we'd find those big ass wheels. Super dangerous. We'd go to the top of a hill and get inside of it, and one person would push it. Yeah, dude. I don't know how we didn't die. Get out. Like, it was deadly. Out, like, it was fun. Up. Oh, dude, you get out and you're sick to your stomach. You can't walk. You feel like you got hit by a car and everyone else is laughing at you. But, like, it sucks. One time we did it to my brother. He came out with a bloody nose. So we were like, okay, fun's over for the day. We'll try that again next time. Some story we wouldn't, like, do anything crazy. We would go to, yeah, like, definitely. a water tower and just drop them down the hill. <laughs> you know, when I where I grew up, we had a water tower. And so when it snowed, that was the place to go sledding. Well, uh, the, the issue was in the summertime, the water tower had a lot of garden front around it. So, like, there were cactuses that grew there and shit. So, when it snowed, you couldn't see some of the leftover stuff. Well, our biggest fear was landing in a spot where there would be cacti or some shit like that. Right. Well, this guy builds a fucking, he builds a ramp out of solid ice. And he was doing tricks. We thought he was like the Tony Hawk of snowboarding, dude. So we asked him if we could do it. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. It completely passed our mind that we're terrified of the cactus shit. I went down. I did a fucking flip, landed on my knees, and my hands just dug into the snow and went right into a patch of cactuses, dude. Oh, my God, it hurt so bad. But I didn't actually, like, notice it until after I pulled my hands out. It was so freezing cold that on top of the pricks that I had in my hands, dude, it felt like somebody was doing reconstructive surgery on my hand. And then I forgot about it, so I'm, yeah. like, looking back to warn my brother, don't do it. He comes down, does a flip, too, fucks himself up, lands on his face, in the cactus. Oh, my God, dude. 
It was horrible. Having to go home and explain that shit to my mom was a nightmare. Hold on. I'm getting a drink of my Dr. Pepper that's in a Coke bottle. Yeah, definitely got a Dr. Pepper here, too. Well, okay, we were talking, okay, it's not a we, bottle. Go ahead. We were talking to the station manager at the radio station. A dude was laughing. We came in. We asked him what was going on. He's like, well, I was this morning, he said, before my wife died three years ago, my wife gave me like super clear instruction before she died to please water the plants in the in our living room. And so for three years, I religiously watered these plants every day, just like she said after she died. We moved yesterday, and when I went to move the plants, I found out the plants are plastic. My wife's dying my wife's last dying wish was a prank. That's kind of fucked up. It took her like three years. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, That's you water funny, plants though, like... for three years. How do you water plants for three years and not realize they're plastic? You know, his well, wife's usually looking tell. up or down and just laughing at people. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, they're really, they were like really expensive plants that were made to look really, really real. It's like, sure, okay. Well, that's the thing is some of them do look real, but you can easily tell which ones are plastic. Try ripping them. You know, if they don't rip easily, they're plastic. Because my mom used to have some of those. Somebody tricked her into not watering them, but they were like, yeah, take care of these. Because my mom loved plants. She she loved plants and loved gardening. And she brought a fake ass one home and didn't realize it until a couple days later. But she was like, something's wrong with this one. Doesn't smell or nothing. It was a fucking fake ass plant, which she kept, though, because she was like, yeah. Why not? Oh my god, man. Fucking planting is right? such a bizarre hobby. I just don't get it. Um, my sister loves doing it. My neighbors do it. <clears throat> I think that if you knew how to do it, it would obviously be cool, but I don't know jack shit about planting. The only plant I really want is a marijuana plant, but I don't even know how to grow that. Yeah, I, I know like, where they come from. and you know. I like... um. Like plants that give you food. Well, yeah, that would be cool. Making like corn, carrots and shit. Like that would be fucking yeah, sick. I grow corn, potatoes, pumpkins, watermelon, um, peppers, chilies, things like that. Well, it's a good skill set to have, though, because think about A, how much money it saves you and B, how good that's going to be in the future when you're in a position where... You're like, I need to figure out how to save money. Or it could be survival skills. And you're like, this is where I'm going to have to live is this deserted-ass mountain for a while. And you know how to tell weather change and all that. Like, that's a good skill to have. I don't know jack shit. Like, I, it hit me the other day, dude. I don't know how to survive if an emergency happened. I have, an, a, I have a survival kit, like an apocalyptic kit my dad bought me. But that's good for, like, a day. Oh, you know what we need to talk about? I, Did you hmm. see... That Xbox bought Activision Blizzard. Uh uh-uh, uh, really? Yeah. So Xbox Ooh. bought Act. So we're probably getting all the X, all the Call of Duties on Game Pass. That's actually pretty cool because then we can go play the classics. Oh yeah, that's tight. And yeah, so Activision Blizzard has um, like Call of Duty and. Uh, what else does Activision have? They have a bunch of other things. They have a bunch of shit. Yeah, I was going to say that's kind of cool. Oh, Overwatch. They, they have Overwatch. Um, yeah, it's freaking going to be awesome. Yeah, Overwatch, StarCraft, World of War, Skylanders, um, Call of Duty. But the funniest thing, when we were kids, who was Sony's mascot? Uh, fucking Crash Bandicoot, right? Well, yeah, but they're on Xbox now, aren't they? Crash Bandicoot and Spyro both were like Sony mascots. Call of Duty, um, Xbox bought them in this thing, and they're gonna make Crash Band. They're gonna make Crash Bandicoot and Spyro to Game Pass, and they're gonna apparently the rumor is they're gonna make a Crash Bandicoot game and make it Xbox exclusive. Just to screw with what PlayStation. A, I was like, what a slap in the face, but that's actually cool because, dude, I loved Crash Bandicoot as a kid. I'm shocked you said Spyro, dude. I haven't heard that 
fucking name in forever. That was a cool game. I used to play all of them. They were those were difficult games. You had to really have some good fucking skill set to play those oh, yeah. games. You used to play on I the liked freaking... those. Played yeah, on the PlayStation I... One actually. Yeah, so freaking then because they also have like Ender Scrolls and Dishonored and Fallout and uh, like Wolfenstein, all from Bethesda. So now, mm-hmm. like, and they and they ended up buying it for like twenty something billion dollars, which is the largest gaming Jesus. studio accusation or acquisition ever. But um, but like immediately when it announced, Sony came Sony came out freaking out like, hey, 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 we have contracts with Activision that we expect Microsoft to fulfill because I think because when they bought it, Sony was scared. <laughs> oh, crap, crap. Sony's like, oh yeah, my god, dude. they're gonna make they're gonna make Call of Duty um, Xbox exclusive, and we're gonna lose half our audience. Well, let's let's face the music here. Sony sucks, dude. Like, I hate when people try to get into this argument with me about which X, which uh, console is more superior. I'm like, dude, Sony had its peak in the late '90s and early 2000s. Xbox is clearly the superior fucking console. Like. You can't argue that. I don't understand where, because they're like, oh, well, at least I can play God of War and all that. I was like, yeah, but that's like trying to say at least I can play Halo. The cool thing about Xbox is I can play many fucking games. Sony has what? God of War and uh, The Last of Us, Spider-Man. Like, they got good games. They have have The Last of Us, Uncharted, Spider-Man, God of War, Little Big Planet, um, but those Grand are nowhere Turismo. near. Yeah, but those are nowhere near as big as like Halo and fucking Gears of War and shit like that. Like Microsoft is a massive achievement in that realm. It's well, fucking think, big, and I would. I think because I think the issue here is is that Microsoft um play, Xbox owns better games and better gaming studios. Just Xbox yeah. kind of operates, and they, they talked about this today, was that they Xbox's role is for everybody to play every game. That's what Xbox wants. Xbox would want everybody to play every game on any on any platform. And so, like the fact that Xbox owns Minecraft and owns Elder Scrolls and owns Doom and owns Wolfenstein and owns Fallout and Candy Crush and um, it's it doesn't make them Xbox exclusives. They give them to PlayStation Two. I think is one of the reasons why Xbox is having problems because I think if Xbox was to make Minecraft and Diablo and Elder Scrolls and Doom and Dishonored and Fallout and Wolfenstein all Xbox exclusives, it's not a question who has better exclusives. But Microsoft just cares more about the video gaming industry, PlayStation, <clears throat> in it to yeah. win. PlayStation is in it to make money. Xbox in it to like take a leading role in gaming culture. Yeah. Satisfaction to the consumer, which I, I like. That's, that's why, why I, I like Xbox too. Yeah. That's exactly, that's like why I have an Xbox because. Right. Just, well, I just think that's and, a, and it's a better deal. Xboxes are cheaper than PlayStation's. Xbox has Game Pass. PlayStation people don't have... PlayStation doesn't have anything like Game Pass. They've got that stupid PlayStation Network thing where you get a, where they have, like, you pay, like, $8 a month and you get, like, a bunch of old titles. But Microsoft... The new Rainbow Six Extraction came out yesterday. Guess what? I got it for free on Game Pass day one. Oh, shit, dude. My Game Pass thing expired. It's going to renew it. I don't have any fucking money in my account. This isn't good. Shit. So it's like one of those things like PlayStation. You don't have anything to compete with Game Pass. I think Game Pass is the best thing that's ever happened. And Game Pass is is cheaper too. Game Pass is awesome by itself. But the fact that I get Game Pass on my phone and on my computer, and I can play these games on my computer through Game Pass, PC versions... There's no oh, freaking a... uh, quite 
Well, dude, they offer better shit too. Like Game Pass Ultimate, sure, it's a couple more dollars, but dude, you're actually saving money. You get more shit. Not to mention, you get deals that are bundled into it, like Spotify Premium and shit like that, or Hulu. That's a good deal. I haven't seen Sony do anything like that at all. When I first got Game Pass Ultimate, dude, I got it for a dollar for the first month. Everything else included was Disney Plus and fucking Spotify Premium six-month free trial. That's a fucking deal. You can't find that anywhere. And let's not forget, um, dude, PlayStation Network is full of fucking hackers and just a bunch of glitches and bullshit problems. And and honestly, you no one can tell me that the, the the only game that I'm jealous, though, there's only two games I'm jealous of that Sony has. It's Last of Us and Spider Man. I wish we could get a call uh, a Spider Man game on Xbox. Right, it's probably never gonna happen. Last of Us for sure because I've always wanted to play it. It looks so freaking cool. I actually was one of those people where I sat down and I watched the gameplay. I was ecstatic. Like, I was just happy as hell when I saw it. I was like, oh, it's only for PlayStation? Ain't that a bitch? You know what we should do? Let's pitch in and we'll share a PlayStation, because you know neither of us are going to fucking play it 24-7. Just be like, hey, can I have custody of the PlayStation this weekend? Well, what sucks is I'll play the I'll play the goddamn Spider-Man game and not use it until the next Spider-Man game comes out. That's what happened with my little brother Hunter. Hunter my little brother Hunter wanted a PlayStation so bad because he wanted to play Spider-Man. And one guy he watched online played on PlayStation. He goes, well, I want to play PlayStation. So he gets a PlayStation for Christmas. You know what he did four months later? Because he sold the fucking thing. Sold it. Sold it so he could buy um, extra stuff for his Xbox. <sighs> Well, yeah, that's what ends up happening. Every time I buy a, like a PlayStation 2 or a PlayStation 3, a big classic game, it sits in my closet after I played it a few times, and that's it. My Xbox, granted, I don't play my Xbox a lot. Like, I play it maybe once or twice a week. Weekends, I'll play it a lot, but I play that thing more than I fucking play my GameCube that sits in my closet. You know what I'm saying? Like, Xbox just has more and more shit every day. Not to it, mention... It, 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 the thing is, Game Pass has like 300-something games. You can't physically get right. bored when you have that many games available. Well, well, now they have that that streaming option with games, so you don't have to just fucking oh, download it straight to your Xbox all goddamn God. day. It's the greatest it's thing. It is the greatest thing. I didn't have the... I did not have the... Oh, my God. I did not... <laughs> I did not do? have enough space. I did not have space for Rainbow Six. <clears throat> I had to, if I wanted to write Rainbow Six Extraction, I had to uninstall Rainbow Six. But Rainbow Six has that stream, so anytime I want to play, I don't have to download. Just click it, boom, boots right up on my Xbox. Don't even have to have it downloaded. That's what I found out. Uh, the new Halo game had, so I was using that for a while. I was like, yeah, but then I finally downloaded it because I do have. Um, an external hard drive and all that that I bought like fucking hundred dollars, but it's um, oh, what the hell is it? It's like a, it's a six terabyte, Jesus fucking Christ. massive. Yeah, well, it was a hundred bucks for a six terabyte. Do you know that that's actually a good deal? No, that's definitely because, a good deal. right? I got it from uh, GameStop. They were like, it's on sale for a hundred bucks, and I was like, I'll take it. Yeah, but I was just about to lose it here just for a second because I saw I, I whenever we talk, whenever we're on these things, I always have Reddit in the side screen to see if any news pops up. And oh my god, I just saw this video of this woman on stage and she like hops on stage at some concert and she's like twerking and the freaking security guard comes and grabs her by her ankle and just throws her off stage by her ankle like she's a little rag doll. It's the freaking greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It grabs by the ankle and just launches around the stage. <laughs> I think Tony died again. 
it's becoming like a weekly thing now where Tony dies. I'm here. Can, I'm back. He's he's alive. My fucking uh, computer froze again. This is yeah. I, need a new I, computer. I was I was telling him it's becoming like a weekly um, ritual. Yeah, dude, it's become a fucking weekly occurrence. It's really Did, annoying. But anyway, what was the last thing I said before I died? Um, you kind of cut off, and I was talking about all kinds of random stuff again. So I have I don't not one hundred percent remember. Um, where are you cut off? I'm oh, pretty um, sure it was something. What, what did I? S- oh yeah, you talked about how you had that six um, terabyte hard drive, and that it was a really good deal. Yeah, dude, sale for like a hundred bucks at, King, at GameStop. Dude, it was a good deal, and I hardly ever go to GameStop because I like the uh, I like the independent chains, like the ones where they sell a lot of older games. I don't know why, I just like to support them more. But speaking of deals, I got a pretty decent deal today. It ends on the 25th. So I haven't been paying for HBO Max. I've been <laughs> using my mother-in-law's because she gives me the login. But I kind of want my own. I just don't want all these streaming services. Like, I just got rid of Peacock and Discovery and all that. Well, I got an email saying that until the 25th of this month, they're offering for $11.99 HBO Max ad-free for a year. It's like eleven ninety nine a month for a year. Or it's seven ninety nine a month with ads for a year. So I was like, you know, that's not bad because it's, it's like 15 bucks. Right. So I took it. I was like, fuck it, I'll pay 12 bucks a month for this shit. Why not? I almost did with ads, but I don't know how it is because I'll watch oh, no. it with ads, nope. but I absolutely, I refuse Hulu with ads. I'll pay for ads. No, no, no. If I'm paying money, it better be with no ads. Oh, well, that's the thing. That I think it's so bad. To pay for ads. Yeah, like it's kind of fucked up. Oh, I have to. I have to pay for the ads, especially when it's like, again, Hulu, dude. It's like every two minutes, they're three minutes long. It's fucking crazy. It's like literally. It's, like it's literally like watching nineties watch, TV. Yeah, if I wanted to watch TV with ads, I would do it for free with a freaking, with a freaking big old. Yeah. Intent. Old ass TV with regular cable, dude. Like, it's kind of like a. It's, well, even Pluto TV, which we've talked about. I like that app, bro. Free fucking cable. Granted, it's not everything. It's like dumb shit, but the ads are like 20 seconds, 30 seconds at the most. That's not bad. I'll take that. And they have movies and shit on there, TV shows. Why not? They even have a Bob Ross channel that I like to watch every so often just for no reason. But I'm not paying for fucking ads from Hulu. That's retarded. That I refuse. I can do ads with like um. I did them with Peacock because they weren't all that bad. But I never used Peacock. It was mostly for wrestling, and I don't yeah, really watch WWE. So yeah, I had Peacock. I had Peacock because I could use it for no. I didn't have Peacock. I had Paramount Plus. Yeah, we had that too, and I got rid of that a long time ago. We didn't use it. Yeah, I had Paramount much. Plus just for football because it was like CBS's. Yeah, and CBS did live football on it, so I watched that. But I just found a Facebook post that you have to hear. The Shoot. the post is, "What is your most embarrassing sex moment?" Go. Someone says, "A few years ago, I went on a date with a disabled girl." Um, we went to the movies and for some food. We went back to her place, and there was some kissing in the garden. She told me to lift her under the swing, hanging off a tree. And when we had, then we had sex on the swing with her legs dinging around like noodles. I put her back in the chair and took her inside before I left. And her dad came up to me and said quietly, "Thanks, mate. Most lads just leave her stuck on the swing." <laughs> right. The best line is. We had sex with her legs hanging off the tree with her sex dangling around like noodles. Jeez. <laughs> did you did, Go ahead. Did you hear did you hear what I said about the video I saw on Reddit about the girl getting thrown off the stage? No, I don't think so. Yeah, you, I, I think I you cut out, but 
this video I saw on Reddit. This girl hops on stage with somebody, and she's like twerking, and a security guard grabs her by her ankle and lifts her up like this, and she's like dangling by one leg, and she's like, ah, 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 and she he just drops her off the stage. <laughs> she like grabs for the stage, and she's boom. So funny. He's all, nope, not today. Oh my god. Fucking speaking of like most embarrassing sex moments, this happened to me like a long time ago, but it's every dude's fear. In the middle of being on top, some uh I was sweating pretty hard, and the sweat formed from my forehead went down to my nose, and I was like, no, no, and I was holding my head up like this, and it tripped and fell on her face. <laughs> Oh no, dude, that's embarrassing. Like, freaking talk to any dude. You annoyed this chick with your own sweat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it sucks. That was embarrassing. Or here's a good one. Here's a good question. I don't know if I've ever asked this on the show. Um, what's more embarrassing, you walking in on your parents or your parents walking in on you? No, definitely you walking in on your parents. <laughs> nope, nope, not it's not even close. Like, what are you doing to my mom? Yeah, it's Get like mom, dad, why? Dude, yeah, oh I, my God. I freaking my my mom. So it's super weird because my mom and dad were divorced at the time, but. Like, my dad came over to pick us up, and he brought us pizza. And back in the old days, Domino's used to have that two pizzas and and um, breadsticks and, like, a tray of brownies. Right. And so my dad bought one of those, and we ate all the pizza, and we ate everything. But um, mom and dad said, hey, we have to go talk about something. Save us oh, each. And they go in the back. And so Ashlyn eats like four brownies. And I'm like, hey, Ashlyn, you need to save some for mom and dad. And she goes, okay. And I thought I was going to be a good person. I was going to bring them their brownies, walk to the door. And my dad has no pants on, just like wiggling on top. And I'm like, ah! I Scott, and I just didn't even, re- I just walked in. I was like, hey, dad, I saved you guys some brownies. He goes, get out of here. <laughs> they were having some for old sake sex. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? You guys are not even married anymore. <laughs> That's disgusting. Dude, this is like a really personal... This is a personal story, but I gotta tell it. So, obviously, this takes place between me and my significant other. And this is very, very recent. Let's just say something was going down, right? And the door is open. It's like 5 a.m. So, our thought is everyone is sleeping. Well, the seven-year-old comes out, and uh, I'm being told to stop because she could hear the seven-year-old. I look over after going, nope, not stop, because I thought, like, she didn't say that, you know, somebody was walking outside. She was like, stop, stop, I hear something, and I was like, nope. And then all of a sudden, dude, I look over outside my fucking bedroom door is the perfect Sasquatch image, dude. It's like... (laughs) So, like, basically, we caught this kid in the middle of sneaking into something, and she caught us doing something. (laughs) So it was a really weird, like, oh, no. Daddy, what are you doing? Well, the blankets were over us. And so she's like, oh, call out morning cuddles. It's like, nope, uh uh-uh, wait. (laughs) Wait, 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 go to your bed. Go to your bed. She was like, what? What is it? I was like, my leg itches. But dude, like, I was sitting there going, how much of that did she see? So I was like, hey, sweetie, how long were you there for? She's going to. I was. She's like, I wasn't doing anything. What were you doing? And I was like, you know, just wrestling. Daddy was just doing some WWE shit. She's definitely, she's definitely going to be like 14 years old. And going to be sitting in bed like, wait a minute. (laughs) Well, Olivia had officially moved out of our room as a baby when we first realized she was imitating everything that we were doing sound-wise. So when everything is all said and done, we still hear moaning. And it's Olivia imitating the moaning. 
And we were like, fuck, she's awake. So she went to her own room. Yeah, definitely. That would have happened. We're just sitting there also here. Uh, 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 uh. It's a little baby <laughs> just chilling in the crib. Look at us. Uh, uh. No, nope. it was like a that's it was like a forest moment. <laughs> gotta throw the we messed up. Gotta throw the whole baby away. I've been using that term a lot with Aubrey, dude. She's a monster. She's been like so mean lately, and I'm like, I swear I'll throw you in the trash. Do you want me to throw the whole thing away? And she just looks at me. Ah. She's like, I dare you to. I don't know. If I, I don't know if I told you that, but she does that. She goes ah, like that. So I'll be like, go to bed. Ah. Don't tell me no. Ah. <laughs> She's mean, dude. I don't know what it is with this baby, but it's making me reconsider a whole family. I think two's good enough. But who knows? I mean, like, yeah. We, one of the first episodes of us trying to convince Chanel to have a third one, but uh, I think that's over. Well, the rule is I don't know if I've talked about this before. I might have in the past, but we had said the cutoff age for me is like 32. So I got like two more years. I do not want any kids after that age because I'm afraid to be like 40 and they're barely 10. I just, I couldn't do it. Because, you know, back in the um, 90s and 80s, it was very common for parents to be like 50, 60, and their kids were teenagers. I'm like, fuck no. Absolutely not. Because here's the way I looked at it. Before Aubrey, Olivia would have been 21. I'd have been like 41, 42. Still pretty fucking young, and she would have been out the house, basically, hopefully. But... Now Aubrey's going to be like a teenager when I'm, I don't even know, old. So it's uh, it's interesting to say the least. And then the oldest one, you know, my sister-in-law that's, that we have, we're taking care of, she's already almost 18. She's a couple of years away. So that's, you know, that's a completely different story. It's not like what it would be when right. Aubrey gets older. That's what freaks me out. I'm like, what am I going to do when she's like, a young kid, and I'm so old and decrepit, she's going to be like, you don't know what the fuck I'm going through. Olivia's well on her way to that, dude. She's a seven-year-old in, like, a 14-year-old's body. She acts like a teenager, I swear. She does, dude, and she's getting really, really testy lately. I don't know what it is. Like, the funniest thing ever happened the other day. It was, like, early in the morning. We're getting ready. We're all getting, you know, ready to go to work and school. And we're telling her, because she's packing her own lunch, we're like, hey, what are you putting in there? And she's got all this shit. And I was like, what do you make for your main course? And Chanel's like, dude, she's got a PB&J. And she goes, Olivia, you can't have peanuts at your school. And she's like, uh, my school can't have peanuts. <laughs> it was like, she's got a point, but the rule is no peanuts for allergic reasons, you know. But she had a point. She's like, uh, I can have peanuts. My school can't. <laughs> But she's, like, kind of turning into a teenager. It's like, what the fuck? You're so little. But I think that because she's a part of the digital age, they, like, advance faster in a sense. It's hard to explain, but she's definitely growing. Hmm. One last thing we got to talk about. I couldn't wait to tell this story. I, um... So, you know how after my run-in with Rosaro, uh, I had to change my number and all that? Well, yeah, I got all this stuff. Like, I got all this uh, scam blocker stuff, all these apps. So my phone is like, I've got a VPN, dude. My shit's so hidden. My IP is hidden. My phone number is blocked from the world. Like, I've had no scam calls. Nobody can get a hold of me, literally. Because apparently, this scam blocker app I have blocks phone calls. And I forgot I have to set it up to where it allows certain phone calls. So I've been getting phone calls for days from mom, from friends. And not even knowing it, dude, my phone wasn't going off or nothing. I opened this app. I'm like, holy shit, there's like seven missed calls from my mother. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? And you know, my buddy, phone lost to your mom. Yeah, dude, I was like, what the fuck? And so I texted her, did you call? And she was like, I was out wondering where you were at. I hadn't heard from you. And I was like, apparently my phone thought I meant nobody can contact me. Chance tried calling me like twice. And so I texted him, like, did you call me yesterday? He's like, yeah, it was completely accidental, but you didn't answer, you prick. And I was like, dude, I didn't know because 
I didn't get any phone calls. This scam blocker app is really good. That's a good fucking service. But you have to go up and set up to what calls can be allowed. And it'll let a lot of calls come through. Like my boss called and that went through. I ignored it, of course. But like, you know, there's some calls. Sorry, using the same excuse. Sorry, I downloaded the wrong kind of app. It's been filtering every phone call. I was wondering why my phone was never ringing. No, he knows all about the situation because I told him, I was like, yo, I don't know what to do about this. And he was like, oh, it's baked, obviously. But I told him about the app I downloaded and I was like, this will stop the fuckers. And it literally has, dude. I haven't received phone calls or nothing from nobody. And I had to fix it. I was like, what the fuck? So I made like an allow list for who can call me and I put everyone in my phone, basically. But that means now, like, if uh, my life insurance is trying to call me, it's probably not going to go through. (laughs) So it was weird. I was like, whoa. Well, and the cool thing about it, though, was is it would send me a text and it would say that my voicemail received a ticket for a voice message that was left. And I was like, what the fuck? So it would text me when somebody was trying to call and left a voicemail because I don't have a voicemail set up, apparently. Now that I did all that, you know, when you change your number, everything changes completely. You got to set up your voice box and all that shit again. I didn't do that. So I was getting text messages saying right. that, like, this person, yeah, and I was like, what the fuck is this? I was so confused. So now I got to go and set that shit up all over again, which I didn't even have it when I had that default. Like, the number you were trying to reach is not available right now. But I'm going to have to go back to my high school days and be like, what's up? Hit your boy. Uh, you know what to do. That used to be my voice, though, no, back when I was, um, you know, a thug. Back when uh, your cousin needed to make better decisions. Back when Chanel needed to. <laughs> Dude, I made a mistake though because someone told me that um, somebody told me that the that um famous Dave's um has gotten better, and I haven't been there in like six or seven years. Like famous Dave's got better, famous Dave's got better. So I went to famous Dave's yesterday. They did not get better. I don't really it's like it. Still abject. It is everything is so bland and bland. It is ridiculous. There's no smoke flavor on anything. The brisket I got was undercooked. The ribs I got were undercooked. There's no um. There's no smoke flavor on any of the meats. They had to they cut your brisket so thin, put it on toast, and then smother it in sauce. Because they know their brisket is absolute trash. I was upset. <laughs> the only thing good at Famous Dave's is the cornbread buffets. Well, to me, Famous Dave's is the equivalent of uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. It's good every now and then, but it's not the hype that people give it. It's kind of like they're like the McDonald's of the food that they profess. And I don't know, like uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, to me, they don't have good wings. It's more of like a one in once in a lifetime thing it's not where i would go to get good wings that's where i'd go to get fast food wings that's kind of what what you said that's where oh uh famous daves and uh, buffalo wild wings i was saying that to me they're like the well hold on <laughs> buffalo wild wings has better um Wings, then Wingstop. Well, no, I hate Wingstop. Their wings taste like slime. But to me, Buffalo Wild Wings is like the McDonald's. Wingstop one time, and it was so great. They're so great. I went to, then I went to Wingstop for one time. It was great. The second time, like the sauce was super weak. There was like no sauce on the wings. The wings were super dry. Horrible. I'm never going back to Wingstop. Well, like, my issue with Wingstop was that the wings were always, like, slimy. They tasted like the shit you'd get out of the bag at, like, Walmart. I want my wings to have a little bit of crisp to them, a lot of sauce. That's what I like. I can think of plenty of places that have better wings than, like, Wingstop or Buffalo Wild Wings. But to me, they're like a, you know, it's like Famous Davis. To me, that's a once in a blue moon, basically. Like, I don't go there just because. It's more like a, oh, yeah, I'm craving it. Let's go this one time, and then six months later, we'll go again. I wouldn't go there because I think they have good food. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I would I rather eat 
wings that I make at my house that I make. Yes. But yes, if I am hurting, I'm like, oh, I need some chicken wings, but I don't have the time or the energy to make some. I would go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, that's kind of where I'm at with it. My mom makes I think wings, bro. I think out of all the places, of all like the big places like Wingstop and Buffalo Wild Wings and Wing Street and Hooters and all those places, I think that Buffalo Wild Wings is the best one out of all those people. I like Hooters a lot. I don't know why. I think a lot of it is just the fact that you got, yeah. Everything tastes better when you got a little boot in your face, I guess. Yeah, it's the it's the definite message of a lot of men want to be served good food by a half naked woman. So that's probably why. Um, shit, yeah, I like it. It's like my mom. I love her wings, man. In my opinion, she has she has, she makes the best wings I've ever had in my life. I would rather go eat her wings than to ever go to Buffalo Wild Wings. But when I'm like in that mode where I'm like, man, I want wings really bad. I'll go to Buffalo Wild Wings. I tend to avoid fucking Wingstop. I just, eh, I'm not really big on it. It was a waste of All, it was a it was a waste of money. Yeah, I ate two of those wings and a, threw the rest away. Austin was like eating it, and then all of a sudden, everyone saw him like throw his tray to the side, like fuck this. <laughs> like, sir, you but okay? the no, best thing okay. about the best thing about Buffalo Wild Wings is I can, I can order at Buffalo Wild Wings and say, hey, can I get only flats? And they will bring me only flats. You're a fucking monster. <laughs> the flats are superior to drums. This is why no. when we this is why we're gonna work so well when we live together. Because I'm gonna make a hundred wings and give you fifty drumettes and me fifty flats, and we'll be happy. Yes, there we go. I don't mind flat. It's a symbiotic like relationship. <laughs> it does work out. But shit, bro. We hit the end of the road, and I won't even lie to you. I'm dying. I've been up since fucking 6 a.m. To me, that's still sleep. But, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll, uh, <laughs> my famous saying, we'll finish this conversation later. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. If you like what you heard here and you want to check out more, you can definitely find us at the home base, our web page, thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Again, if you want to listen to this episode and past episodes, you can find us at thegreatgirthpodcast.com. You can also find some uh, early release episodes on, on Rumble. You just got to pay attention to the Facebook page as well as the group. Otherwise, Austin, buddy, I had fun. Let's uh, continue it into the Friday episode. Maybe we'll do another movie review or something like that. But otherwise, again, thanks, guys, for listening. I am going to go hit the sack and then go to sleep. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, bro. Excellent. Adios. Okay. Right. Before you hang up, um, yeah, what's up, Tuesday I leave for Arizona. I'm going to be gone to Arizona. I'm going to be in Arizona for like three weeks. Right. So um, just so you know. Grandma and Grandpa um, are leaving sometime this week to down to Texas to buy a house. Shit. Okay. Well, uh, while you're in Arizona, do you want to do you want to change recording time or dates, or do you need to postpone anything? Nope. Everything works okay. fine. We can just record same way. All right. That sounds good. Uh, keep me updated. Let me know how it goes. Yeah, we'll do. As as a clock says, God. <laughs> All right, bro. I'll talk to you later. Later. Oh, one more thing. Bye. Yeah, did say uh, she was like, ask Austin if we're just like not good enough for him because he hasn't been over in a while. So you might want to console your. I've been poor. I worked twelve hours this month. Well, that's what I told her. I was like, he's been working like every day for like twenty-four hour shifts. Yes. So well, though this like that was December. December was crazy. I just didn't have time. This month I have worked twelve hours, the whole month. Yeah. So like, well, I've been. I have to calculate if I have money to. I have to calculate if I have money to drive to the grocery store. No, I know. No, if um, if we were planning anything and you need some help with uh, gas, let me know because I don't mind sparing that and.
we'll do the same deal if you want to cook we'll pay for all the shit but right now yeah, um, we really don't have any time because we're busy as shit yeah um february looks like it's gonna be just uh grandma grandpa moving and stuff and then it looks like march we're gonna be able to start moving stuff over so perfect let me talk with chanel tomorrow and let her know and we'll go from there we'll find like a, a date that we're gonna give them our 30 day yeah we um we'll know for sure for sure when they buy a house i think they said they're gonna leave on monday or tuesday to go to texas start looking they've got a big old list they're gonna go look at find when they want and try to buy it with cash that's fine we'll play it by year just um let us Basically, let us know on a time frame when we yeah. should. Once grandma, you know, grandpa buy, once grandma and Grandpa buy the house, then yeah. we will. Then we can all sit down, set an exact date, get all get the full agreement on paper, get everybody signed over, just so it's okay. Grandma, and Grandpa can help us get the utilities and stuff on our name, get utilities and stuff in my name, and then. We'll go 30 days getting you guys moved out of there and stuff. So sick. All right. That sounds good. All right, brother. I'll talk to you later. Adios.